0: once again, from all of us here at Davis Ministries, uh, we are sorry for the delay of this week's episode. Uh, we actually had a special guest planned to do a, a really wonderful teaching, uh, but they were having some technical difficulties. So we hope to get that uh, fixed later on. Uh, we're definitely going to get uh, get them on the show. Um, so uh, I, w- I didn't want to uh, uh, have to prolong. Another week uh, without posting an episode, and I figure since Thanksgiving is upon us, uh, we might as well talk about how the Holy Spirit uh, helps us stay thankful. Uh, So, we hope you enjoy this episode of Preserving Pentecost. Hey everybody, we have officially entered into one of my favorite times of the year uh, where fall is getting ready to roll into winter. Uh, We are celebrating Thanksgiving, even though we are always thankful. We always have a thankful heart or we are supposed to uh, at least do our best to remember uh, why we stay thankful. Uh, But uh, Thanksgiving rolls into Christmas and we just look forward to uh, to celebrating the Advent season and and uh, the celebration of the, the birth of our Lord and Savior. Uh, so, uh, what we are going to be talking about today, since uh, it is Turkey Day, uh, obviously we're going to talk about Thanksgiving, because why not? Uh, the scripture that I want to use today uh, actually comes out of the book of 1 Thessalonians and the 5th chapter. Uh, So, Thessalonians chapter 5, and uh, we're going to start reading at verse 14. Just have a few verses here that I want to read, um, and then we're going to dive right in and talk about uh, what it is we've read. Okay, so, 1 Thessalonians 5 and 14, it says, Now we exhort you, brethren, warn those who are unruly, comfort the faint-hearted, uphold the weak, be patient with all, and see that no one renders evil for evil, to anyone, but always pursue what is good both for yourselves and for all. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, I want you to hold on to that, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Verse 19 says, do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form Of evil, so uh, as we're diving right in here, what we what we just read here that uh, I really want to pull out uh, for for our focus uh, is in verse seventeen and eighteen. So um, here we see uh, starting at verse sixteen, it says, "Rejoice always, and then pray without ceasing." And in everything, give thanks. So that's where I want to put it in park right now, and that's what I want to talk about. Um, we we always hear, you know, people talking about how uh, we're supposed to be thankful for everything and and grateful for everything, which we are. You know, we are supposed to uh, to to be thankful to God. We we are supposed to to uh, be thankful for uh, the many blessings uh, that He allows us to walk in, that He allows us to receive, for the grace and mercy that He covers us with. Uh, we are supposed to always have a thankful heart. But here, I-, I love the way that Paul words this when he says to be thankful in everything. You know, in everything, give thanks. So not necessarily for everything, but in everything. And when I think of this word in uh, I love how it completely changes the context because what it does is it takes us from from looking at things on the outside uh, oh, oh i 'm thankful for my family i'm i 'm thankful for my loved ones i 'm i 'm thankful for uh, my job i 'm thankful for uh, my calling i 'm thankful for all of this stuff, and it puts us inside of the situation i 'm thankful because this is going on, I'm thankful. Even though this is going on, and I, I, I think this this is is it, it really reigns true to how the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost, is really a comforter. How he how he's a sealer. How he's a keeper. Because what we see here is is Paul is telling us that in everything give thanks. In every situation, be thankful. No matter what's going on around you. No matter how bad things look uh no matter no matter how rough it's getting be thankful um it, there and in, in, in fact i i want to have the mindset of david i guess you could say uh from psalms 100 and i think it's around verse 4 uh david writes he says enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise and be thankful to him and bless his name i i always want to have that mindset of of going into uh, everything with thanksgiving because everywhere we go, we, we carry the the Spirit of the Lord with us. Everywhere we go, we carry the presence of God with us. And if we ever hope to enter His gates and His courts with thanksgiving and praise, uh, then we have to be able to walk in our lives here in thanksgiving and praise. We have to be able to be thankful uh, in every situation, uh, we, even even when When things are are rough when when things uh when things don't look don't, they don't go the way that that we want them to they they they, they just they it, it seems like the the whole world is flipped upside down and 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 our, our family is is going crazy and 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 all sorts of, of madness is going on that we could still be thankful that that even in those situations when when uh we're hit with life. Uh, and and you will get hit with life. <laughs> um, uh, Jesus said we have life and have it more abundantly. We we talked a little bit about this last time. Uh, you know you have to understand what that means. You have to understand what life is. And and that's something you know that I'm I feel like I'm still learning is you know life is a lot of things. It's more than just happy moments. It's more than just joy. It's more than mountaintops. Life is filled with downs, valleys, uh, moments of sorrow. But uh it, the the beautiful thing is that we experience life in abundance so it doesn't stop in those moments of sorrow but uh though we go through them then we still have mountaintops that we we get to go to we still have victory we get to walk in and and not only do we we get a taste of that but we get it in abundance and 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 so here paul is is saying he, he you know in in every situation in everything be thankful in 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 no matter what it looks like be thankful. In 2 Corinthians he he said that uh, when he was praying for the Lord to remove this this burden from him, this messenger of Satan that was sent to buffet him, uh, and and God tells him he says my grace is sufficient for you, Paul, because my strength is made perfect in weakness. How why is my grace uh, sufficient? Because my grace it covers everything that that my grace is enough that when the enemy shows up, my grace gives you the power to overcome. You know, uh, grace is. We 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 think that grace is some type of license to continue in sin, and 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 Jesus will wipe it all away and and forgive us without us having a repentant heart. And and grace is not a license to keep on sinning. Grace is the power to overcome sin. Grace is what gives us the ability to to get the victory in our lives over the things that the flesh desires. And so the Lord speaks to Paul and he tells him, he says, my grace is sufficient for you, Paul. I, I see what you're going through. I see what, what you're being burdened with, but it's my grace that's, that's going to bring you through it. It's my grace that's going to allow you to to overcome and and Paul goes on to say he says well that I'm going to I'm going to glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ can rest upon me I'm going to I'm going to be thankful in my problems I'm going to be thankful in every situation uh, that I can learn to be content with where God has me that I can learn to be uh walking in the victory that I have been called to walk in no matter what my circumstance is and see I think that's a lot of our problem is we we think that our circumstance determines our victory in Christ, and it doesn't. Our victory in Christ is determined by the blood of Jesus, and we stay in that victory through the power of the Holy Ghost, through the Sealer, the Comforter, the Keeper, and and so here when Paul says that we are to be thankful in all things, uh, you know how am how am I going to be thankful in all things? Well, uh, he goes on to tell us in verse nine er, in. Uh, yeah, verse 19. He says, do not quench the spirit. You want to know how to be thankful in, in situations that are bad? Don't quench the spirit. You want to know how to be thankful when, when life's tough? Don't quench the spirit. You want to know how to be thankful when when, when you look like you, you, you're you not going to be able to pay your bills or or you're not sure where your financial breakthrough is going to come from? Don't quench the spirit because when you quench the spirit of the Lord, you are quenching the power and authority that God has in your life because... Oh, man, I could preach this. I'm telling you, this is getting me so excited. (laughs) I'm trying to stay calm, trying to stay calm. Deep breath. Okay. So when you quench the Holy Spirit moving in your life, you are uh, rendering the help from the Lord to null and void, null and void, no effect. I don't even know how you say it, but what you're doing is you're telling God, I'm only going to let you move this much, and then I'm going to try the rest myself. I'm only going to let your hand go here and then I'm going to do the rest myself. Just like when we talked about, you know, the doves in the cage, that's exactly what we do. When you quench the spirit, you're putting the dove back in the cage and you're saying, God, I don't need you to help in this situation. When I need you, I'll let you back out. When I need you, I'll open the door again. And so Paul says, don't quench the spirit. If you want that victory, if you want to be able to be thankful in every situation, if you want to be able to to, to walk in, in the authority and victory that Christ gives you through the power of the Holy Ghost, through the power of the Comforter, then don't quench the Spirit. When God wants to move, let God move. Let God be God and every man a liar. That His Word remains truth. That that His, His promises remain true. That no matter what comes against us, we know that though weapons may form against us, they will not prosper. They might form. But they won't get anywhere as long as you keep yourself covered by the Spirit. Because then you can you can do like Paul said in the book of Ephesians, I believe it's the fourth chapter, uh, he, he tells us he, he says to put on the whole armor of God. Well, how am I going to put on the whole armor of God? Well, you you gotta keep yourself in the spirit. When you keep yourself in the spirit, then you keep yourself at a place where the enemy cannot uh cannot surprise you. He cannot take you out. Uh he, he cannot uh uh, pull the wool over your eyes because through and by the Holy Spirit, God will give you discernment to understand who is for you and who's against you. That's why the Bible says, try the spirits. And and even even here, uh, Paul goes on after verse 19 verse 20, he says, "'Do not despise prophecy. Don't despise the word of the Lord. Don't despise when God sends you a word of direction or a word to exhort you. Test all things and hold fast what is good.'" Test all things. Try the spirits. Be, be obedient to to what it is the Word of God says and what the Spirit is yielding you to do. Yield your life to the Spirit and 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 then try the spirits. If 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 you're at a, say you go into a a, a new church and and there's a, a minister preaching and and you're not sure if if. Uh, you know what they're preaching is right or not. Try the spirits. Try the try the spirits. Let the Holy Ghost move, and and see uh, where the discernment comes from. See what it is that God's telling you. And um, and Paul go. So Paul goes on and and he says to try the spirits. Don't despise prophecies. Uh, hold fast to what's good. And he says abstain from every form of evil. Well, how can I abstain from every form of evil? Well, because like we said, in those situations, in those moments when you don't feel like. You can do it. It's because you can't, but God can. So when you have His Spirit working in your life, then you don't have to worry about self being able to do it because the Holy Ghost will give you what you need to overcome. That in every situation, God has already made a way for escape. That you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to worry. But but because the Lord has already given you the victory, you've just got to walk in the victory. You have to have that mindset uh, that God, I want to walk in the victory and not in defeat. God, I want to walk with Your Spirit and not with my flesh. Uh, that's why we must decrease so He can increase in us, because that gives us what we need. That in those situations we are able to overcome. And somebody said, "Well, well, I can't help it. My my flesh is is it gets so tempted, and and I just have to give in." Listen, when you are when you are sealed by the Holy Ghost, your Uh, your passions, your desires, your want to changes. You desire to do the things of the spirit. And then when your flesh is tempted, you can get the strength to overcome that because the desires of your heart are lined up with the spirit of God instead of being lined up with your carnal being, instead of being lined up with the old you. That's what happens when the Holy Ghost gets a hold of you. Uh, and, and I'm not saying there's you, you won't ever be tempted because, you know, we, we know that we will be tempted. But, uh, you know, every manner that we're tempted in, Jesus was tempted in the same like manner. There's nothing new under the sun. The same kind of temptation that he went through, the same temptation you'll go through. Why? Because sin is the same. The The enemy's tactics are are no different today than they were back then. Why? Because the enemy is not a creator. He's an imitator. He... He can put things on repeat, and he can tr- keep trying over and over and over and over and If you keep yourself in the Word of God and allow the spirit of God to be working through you, then you can do just like Jesus did, and submit yourselves unto God, resist the devil, and he's got to flee from you. He has no choice that's the word he cannot uh, he he cannot stay around he has to depart at least for a season. Now we know season's in, so you know temptation will come again but you, you you don't have to spend every single moment of your life walking through a valley of defeat or a valley of temptation. There are moments where you get to enjoy the mountaintop, where you get to enjoy the peace of the Lord, where you get to enjoy the victory and know that you have victory. Now, when you have, when you have the, the Spirit working in your life, you've got the Word in your heart and in your mind, not just in your head. You can have it in your head all day long, but if you don't have it in your heart, then it's... You know, it's not going to do you any good. It's just repeating a bunch of words. But when you have it in your heart and you speak these words, these words have life. These words have power. In fact, the Bible tells us that, that our tongue has the power of life and death. The words we speak, uh, uh, you know, they they have power in them. If if you constantly speak sickness, if you constantly speak defeat, if you constantly speak negative things over you or other people, then then what you are doing is you are... You are turning that atmosphere into an atmosphere where you are already defeated. But when you use the word of God, you're no longer speaking defeat. You're no longer speaking the negativity. Now you're speaking life into that situation. What looked like it was dead before has now got resurrection power flowing through it and and you know i know somebody's probably saying well how can i have resurrection power i'm not jesus well first of all jesus said in john chapter 7 that if you believe on me as scripture says then out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water not stagnant water not dead water uh not dried up fairy dust it's it's living water there's power in it it brings life to dead places it brings life to the desert it brings life to to the place that's been stuck in a drought and and and, and this word is never changing it, it the 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 word was here in the beginning was the word and the word was god and the word was with god this word has power and it is never going to expire it's never going to go bad it's never going to get moldy it's going to continue to have that power if you put it in your heart and and you allow the spirit of god to to take over then when you speak these words then life has to follow Jesus said that that if you believed on him, then the things that we, that he did, we would also do and even greater things. So you want to know how you can speak resurrection power to your situation, resurrection power to your atmosphere, because you have been given the spirit of the living God to to work inside of you. So it's not you. It's God that's doing it. You just got to let him do it. And the way you do that is to submit yourself completely to him. And the Holy Ghost will, will come forward, forth with power and with demonstration that it's, it's, not by, it's not by our power, it's not by our might, but it's by His Spirit. The Bible tells us that God is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, and above all that you could ask or think according to the power which works in us. According to the power that works that that's working inside of us, well, what kind of power is working inside of us? It's the Holy Ghost when you are filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, there is a power that is moving inside of you that the enemy is jealous over. It's the anointing of God that will come and it will break the yoke of bondage. it will destroy that yoke that that in those in those uh uh places of your life where where you know you you were once bound you you once were held back by sin you once were held back by lust you were you once were held back by anger you once were held back by uh, addiction or whatever it uh, sexual immorality or uh, uh, whatever it might have been and it's the anointing that comes in, and it breaks those yokes that they no longer have a hold on you. Now the enemy will come in, and he'll try to tell you lies and make you believe that you are still bound. But when you have received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, you are no longer bound. You you get you, you get. I preached a message one time called "You've been set free, but have you been delivered?" You get set free by the blood of Jesus. You want deliverance? Get the Holy Ghost working inside of your life. And then the yoke of bondage is destroyed because the anointing of God comes in and destroys that yoke. In the book of John, in the 14th chapter, Jesus said that the Comforter, the Holy Ghost, that the Father sends in His name, was going to teach us all things and would bring all things to our remembrance. Whatever he has said to us would bring all things to our remembrance. So the Holy Ghost will move and it will pull that word out of your heart. When, when, when you've got the word of God down inside of your heart, It'll pull that word up out of your heart, and it'll bring it back into your mind and remind you what it was God said. Remind you of what it was that 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 Jesus spoke when when He said, "I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly," or or when He said, "I come to set the captive free," or or when He said that 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 you would uh, uh, live and not die. That that there was victory for you. It's it's it it's the power of the Holy Ghost. Through the grace of God that we are able, that we are able to even even have that kind of victory. And and the Holy Ghost will remind us of that power. It will remind us, hey, this bondage has already been broken. Remember this and boom, there comes some word. Oh, this bondage is already broken off you. The anointing already destroyed that yoke. It ain't going to get you now. No, Not today, Satan. There ain't no time for that. I've, I've already had that bondage broke off my life. I don't have to worry about it. Why? Because I'm following Christ and I've got the anointing of God that's resting on me through and by the Holy Ghost because he's He's living in me and, and working through me and, and he can pull that word. David said, it's your word I've hidden my heart that I might not sin against you because when you get the word hid in your heart, then there is an arsenal that the Holy Ghost can grab hold. Of that, when them fiery darts come up, you can get your shield of faith to to hold on to the word of God. And uh, David also said in, in Psalms, he he said, Lord, it's your word that has given me hope. It's it's the word that you spoke that has given me hope to believe. It's and and so it's this word that gives us hope in knowing that we have victory. So you 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 take your shield of faith and you lift it up, and the Holy Spirit grabs hold of the word, your sword, and it pulls it. Forward, and it allows you to attack the enemy, and 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 you are able to withstand no matter what kind of fiery darts are being thrown against you, because you don't have to fear what the devil throws against you when you keep yourself subject unto God and and covered by the Holy Ghost. That's and that's done through prayer it's it's done through fasting it's done through seeking him it's done through getting into his word and getting his word inside of you it's not by your own doing but it's by by things that God has already done that all we've got to do is walk in all we've got to do is receive it think about that all we have to do is just receive the victory that he's already given us but but so many people they think that 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 because that there is grace because God is all loving. That that it's a license for them to keep on sinning. And no, God, God never said that He wanted us to remain in sin. In fact, God hates sin and said that it would have no part in the kingdom of heaven. That's why every time Jesus pulled somebody up out of their mess, set them free, He told them go and sin no more. He didn't He didn't leave them there uh, and and say, oh, it's 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 okay anyway. He he didn't. Uh, uh, tell them that that uh oh it's all right i see your heart i i know what you really feel no he told them go and sin no more get victory over your flesh by his spirit not by yourself but by his spirit he said i'm the way the truth and the life and no man comes to the father except through me so if you're trying to do if you're trying to do it any other way if you're trying to get victory any other way you're not going to get it unless you get it through christ unless you get it through his power unless you get it through His Spirit. That's the only way that you can get complete victory. But we've got this sugar-coated message that gets preached today because it sounds better, because it draws a bigger crowd. But the Word of God has not changed. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. In fact, Jesus said that though heaven will pass away and earth will pass away, my Word will not. So the Word of God is not going to change. It's going to be the same. You, you You can... Change it all you want to, but that doesn't change the truth. That doesn't change what truth actually is. Man, man can change it around to make them feel better all they want, but it doesn't change who Christ was. It doesn't change where the victory is. You know, the it, it, like I was saying earlier. You know, the enemy will come, uh, and we shouldn't be surprised because his tactics are always the same. He'll 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 try to make us uh, question. What we already know, which is the word, what God has already told us, he'll try to make us question that. He'll try to make us question our our, our self worth, who we are, who God has created us to be, and he'll try to make us doubt. The Bible says he comes to do nothing but steal, kill, and destroy. So if that's the case, then you know he, he's constantly got the same tactic. His he's like I said, he's not a creator. He's an imitator. He 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 just keeps doing the same thing over and over and over hoping that you would be dumb enough to fall into the traps. And majority of the time we are. The the majority of the time we are dumb enough to keep falling for the same tactics over and over and over and over. But when you get yourself at that place where you recognize that the tactics of the enemy are the same, and that you know you've got the power of God working inside of you, and you know that the anointing is inside of you, and you know that the yoke of bondage has already been broken, then you recognize that you don't have to give in to that same temptation. You don't have to give in to that same lie from the enemy, but that you can stand true on the solid foundation of the Word of God and overcome it. Because you are an overcomer through the Word of your testimony and the blood of the Lamb. What is the Word of your testimony? It's it's the delivering power of God that's already been at work in your life. Think about it. God's already delivered you. That's a testimony. God brought me out of this. That's a testimony. God set me free from this. That's a testimony. Your testimony is the power of God, uh, what the power of God has already done in your life. And it's through remembering that, accompanied by the blood of Jesus, that you overcome because then you recognize, hey, the Spirit of God is working inside of me, and if the Spirit of God's inside of me, then that means that this yoke of bondage has already been broken, and I have been set free. So I don't have to give in to this lie from the enemy. I don't have to give in to what he's telling me. I don't have to give in to what he's saying, because I've already been redeemed. I've already been delivered. Now, of course, we we know that that like i said there are, you know we're just flesh there are going to be moments that we fail but there's a difference in in stumbling and just outright giving up just laying down and quitting see when you stumble you might fall down but you get back up and and you keep marching forward you 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 repent you you ask god to show you what what was going on and 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 uh, correct it fix it show him show you what needs uh Put back into alignment with His Word, get the Holy Spirit to to speak to your heart and convict you. And uh, see, that's that's another thing. We we block out that conviction, we block out that that voice, that unction from the Spirit of God so long that uh, you know our soul becomes seared with a hot iron. We we don't feel that conviction anymore, and and we think just because we don't feel the conviction anymore that it means that now the sin is okay. Oh, God must have changed his mind. He don't convict me over that no more. Oh, God must have changed his mind. I don't feel bad about that anymore. No, God didn't change his mind. He never changed. He's the same. He told Malachi, he said, I am the Lord and I change not. I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm always going to be God. I'm always going to be divine. I'm always going to be uh, uh, perfect. I'm always going to be loving and just. And to be loving and just, that means that sometimes we get hit with hard truths that force us to look ourselves and force us to have those those moments where we we have to look and say, okay, I'm doing this, but is this fleshly or is this godly? And if it's fleshly, it's got to be cut off. It's got to go. That's why the word of God is, is sharper than any two edged sword, because it's quick and powerful. It goes in, it cuts deep, and, and it'll begin to remove things that don't need to be there. That's why it's important to stay in the Word. That's why it's important to pray in the spirit. And somebody said, "Well, how do I pray in the Spirit? Get the Holy Ghost. I <laughs> get the Holy Ghost. When you got the Holy Ghost, you can pray in 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 the Spirit. In, in, when you don't know how to pray, when 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 there's moments and and you don't know what to to say, when you don't know uh, uh, what to do, that that uh, then the Holy Ghost can can begin to to pray for you. That that then the Holy Ghost can can begin to to speak for you when." When you don't know how, just as just as Paul said in, in uh, Romans uh, the eighth chapter, he said that the Spirit will help with our infirmities. Because when we don't know what we should pray for, the Spirit will make intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered, with with, with things of the Spirit that that we don't know how to speak. That the Spirit of God will dwell inside of us that 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 will begin to to cry out for for us to be. Uh, set free, it'll begin to cry out for a change. It'll begin to cry out for help. Uh, it'll search our hearts, uh, and 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 it'll cause us to to have the mind uh, of Christ. That that it'll 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 make that intercession to where we won't desire to be back in that bondage, but we'll desire freedom. And and those moments where where we are confronted with that conviction, instead of running from it, instead of getting angry about it, we will realize that. Yeah, this doesn't feel good to my flesh, but I know it is getting me closer to you, God. We know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So if that's the case, then that means in every situation, why would we be thankful in everything? Why would we be thankful for the bad times? Why would I be thankful if? uh, somebody's out there talking bad about me. Why would I be thinking? Because everything is working together for your good. God is somehow, you might not see it right now. You might not realize it right now, but God is turning it around for your good. Just real quick before I, before I go, I just want to share, you know, uh, just this past week, uh, there was a situation that arose and, uh, you know, I, I, uh, I admitted there were some things, uh, not necessarily what I said, but the way I said it. Because uh, what I said was still true. What I said was the word, but the way I said it uh come across uh in a very unkind manner. And sometimes we can say we can say the right thing in the wrong spirit and still be wrong. And I had realized that that God had allowed me to realize. He had opened my eyes to that to the error that I made. And, uh, so I attempted to make things right. I attempted to, uh, formally give a public apology. Uh, that way everybody would know, Hey, uh, I'm not taking, don't want anybody trying to take sides. You know, I'm admitting here I was wrong. Anybody who agreed with this needs to understand that, uh, this is not a, the way you go about it. Well, of course, you know, the enemy come in and tried to tear apart, try to tear down. Uh, so what happens is, you know, everybody's saying, Oh, this is for show. This is for pats on the back. This is for pats on the head, uh, uh yada, 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 all this stuff, basically still going around, uh, you know, refusing forgiveness and, and refusing to listen. And, uh, you know, the intent of my heart was, was pure. I, I, I had no intention on receiving any kind of uh, pat on the back or anything like that. In, in fact, I could care less what people think about me. Uh, but if I feel I've offended somebody, then I know that I have an obligation to then... Uh, do what Christ would have me to do, and that is to try and make amends uh because then it's off my hands, which it is now it 's off my hands, and what they choose to do with that is on them and uh it's sad that the enemy can can come in and manipulate things uh even things such as an apology into such a way where someone would believe uh, uh this this false narrative of um oh there's there's some kind of a hidden agenda here. No, there, there's no hidden agenda. It's just an apology is all it is. But uh, when when you don't have the discernment through the Holy Ghost, you won't understand uh, where the intent is coming from. And then when the enemy brings in those words, you won't be able to fight it. You won't be equipped to fight it because you may have the word in your, your mind. You may have all kinds of Bible verses memorized, but if you don't have them in your heart, if you don't have them connected, if you don't have the Holy Spirit uh, pulling that out to allow you to to combat the enemy, then you're going to be susceptible to being hit by every fiery dart that comes your way. And uh, so I I had uh, that hard lesson uh, to learn myself. Um, But I'm thankful that the Spirit will quicken us. It'll it it will let us know, hey, it's not right, make it right. And that we can then allow God to do a work in us, through us, and have have that broken off to where we are still learning, where we know we're not perfect, but we're striving to be like Christ. Ain't quite made it yet, but we're striving for it. But I know that as long as we continue to strive for it, as long as we continue to uh, to have a repenting heart and and to uh, do our best to uh, walk in holiness, without which none shall see the Lord, walk in peace with all men and holiness, uh, which is it's my ultimate goal is to be obedient to God uh, and and you know to to love people because I, I really have nothing against anybody there. Uh, I could fellowship with anybody, uh, but it's the Holy Ghost that will allow us to be able to walk in that mindset because it's, it's, the Holy Ghost is more than a shout. It's more than a tongue. Uh, it, it's it's a keeper, a comforter, a helper that when we don't know what to do, when we don't know what to say, when we don't know what to pray and we don't know how to pray it, that the Holy Ghost uh, will... Will begin to move through us uh, to allow us to walk in that victory, that we could be thankful in all things, and and how I could see that through that situation, God turned it around and worked it for my better. Well, how did God work that for your better? They didn't forgive you. They, you know, people hate your guts and whatever. Well, you know, that's fine. I, I, people's going to be people regardless, but God worked it for the good because. Now I've seen my error, I've seen you know something that needed changed within me, and uh, because I was willing to allow the Spirit of God to move, uh, you know that yoke was destroyed, and I'm going on with Jesus just the same. So okay, with all that being said, don't eat too much turkey. Um, personally, I am going to probably eat way too much cranberry salad. And uh, peanut butter pie, because my wife is making it, and uh, it's, uh, it's pretty amazing. If you've not tried it, well, uh, I don't know what the recipe is. <laughs> now, seriously, Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Remember, be thankful, not only for what you have, not only for uh, those around you, but be thankful in everything, in every situation, to know that God is is in it, He's working through it to make sure that you are victorious as long as you keep yourself aligned to his word and covered by the blood of Jesus. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of Preserving Pentecost. If you would like to partner with our ministry and become a kingdom-building partner, please contact us at davisministriesfam at gmail.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash davisministriesfam. Be sure to check out our new website at davisministriesnb.org. Until next time, stay blessed.